Warning, warning, on this rare occurrence of an episode of Tips from the Top Floor, I will try to sell you stuff, stuff that I'm involved in, and we'll have a serious discussion about UFOs. This is Tips from the Top Floor, episode 900 for sometime in early August 2020. Hey, hello and welcome. This is Chris Markward. You're listening to uh, Tips from the Top Floor, the longest running photography show on the planet. Right now, probably also one of the um, slower running ones. I know, I know, it's about time. And I know I say this every episode, but um, um, thanks for being patient. And the first few of you that have already inquired if uh, everything's okay, well, thanks for not forgetting about me. Um, things are okay. But at the same time, they aren't, of course. I mean, because of this huge change that we're all dealing with and... Um, I know that uh, all you creatives out there who make a living of in-person gigs, um, of photography that's in close physical proximity to others, I feel you. I'm in the same boat here. And that's that's why I wanted to give uh, give you a fair warning. I think I have a very interesting topic to talk about today. Um, yeah, it's about UFOs. Maybe not the ones you think they are, but um, yeah, it is relevant. It is relevant for creatives, for photographers. Um, it's not about conspiracy theories. Uh, it's a topic that I believe is of relevance to all of us. And um, all of you who maybe think you're not uh, not that creative, it might help you to get a bit more creative. And um, And then, yeah, here's a warning. I will also shamelessly use this very episode to try to sell you something. I want to promote a couple of things to you, um, but they're relevant. And they are not paid advertisements. Um, they both involve myself. And they are both part of part of this this whole thing that I do right now to help me deal with the pandemic. I mean, both in in terms of of being able to teach because um yeah that's what i'm here for um the the teaching is what i love doing and uh, to be honest not really being able to teach is probably the most painful aspect of all this for me so um that's one thing and of course both of the things that I'll try to sell you on uh, are ways for me to offset some of the uh, financial impact that the that the pandemic has has brought, and one of the things one of the things is photosensei. I've been harping on about this, but I have a guest today to talk about some change in that field. And the other one is um, is that uh, my guest and I are teaming up to teach at the wonderful Out of Chicago Photo Workshop Conference very very soon, end of August twenty first, I think. So. Look in your calendar. Um, you might still have time to uh, to get a ticket, and then for that, I haven't. <clears throat> excuse me. I have invited the master mind, the mastermind behind the conference, Chris Smith, to talk about why this is interesting, why the conference is special, because it is, it really is, and why you should think about joining. So that's the first thing. But um, 
Yeah, let's talk about the main topic. UFOs. So, the reason that it's been another several weeks for this episode to come out is that my, my mind is occupied with a lot of things. And the things I talk about here on the show, you know, I'm, I want those things to matter to you. And as I'm, as I'm not out and about that much right now, like we most of us are, it just takes a bit longer for something to come along that matters. That matters to me and that matters to you. So uh, I, I came across this topic of UFOs. And I think they matter to you because they do matter to me. Now, I'm of course, I'm not talking about flying saucers, which might exist, but I guess there are rarely aliens in them. No, the UFOs that I'm talking about are socks or scarves or sweaters. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, I hear you being puzzled. UFO is a term that I learned from Monica and it's a term from knitting. And it stands for unfinished objects. And it's something that every knitter will know. You start a pair of socks and you run out of patience or out of time or out of inspiration. For whatever reason, you end up putting it to the side and you might start a new project. You have just created a UFO, an unfinished object. And it's sitting there. And maybe a few weeks or months or even years later, you get back to it and you continue where you left off or you abandon it. That's always a possibility. And the thing that matters in the context of this episode is that I realize more and more how these strange times are shaping the future. And not just in a bad way. I mean, wear your mask, it will protect others and it will help even help protect you. Our future is changing right now, big time. So... Uh, a virus comes around and everything changes. Change. Changes. For many of us, changes discomfort. And discomfort can make us curl up in a corner or it can make us change something ourselves. Maybe the way we react or maybe the way we think. And out of this change and this discomfort, for me, came this whole shift to the production side of things. You're looking, possibly looking at the video version of this right now. This has really been a dramatic change. It has, the the necessity has accelerated the change in in a way that, yeah, I've I've, I've not experienced that often in the past. And uh, I want to give you another example of that. Uh, again, another project I've talked about in the past, um, and that's the project that I've started after mid-March, and that's Pick One Photo, which is where I, where I talk with photographers about two photos, and we discuss photos, and it's free, and it's at, at pickonephoto.com. Um, I had a look, and just had a look, and I, I released that first video episode um, on May the 2nd, 2020. And I think for me, that kind of marks a, a turning point. Um, it's almost exactly six weeks after everything came down, after my workshop and my travel business evaporized, and um, and I finally realized that I needed to do something. But you know the truth is? That project was already there. Pick One Photo was over a year old at that point. I had the website ready. I had the concept. 
it was even online already. You you could you could have gone at Christmas time. You could have gone to pickonephoto.com. You would have found the almost exact same website that you find today, minus all the videos on it. Had you known the address, <laughs> you could have found it in May 2019. I just hadn't told anyone about it because because the only thing that was missing was the content. The scaffolding was there. I've already put work into that. Even the photos were already there. The selection of photos, those are... I have put any new photos up there. If you, if you look, those those photos are from May 2019 and before. There's no current photos on there. Um, and then what... <laughs> And then that's when I set up the first bunch of video recordings, when COVID hit. Not right away, but fairly soon. And then, yeah, that felt really good. Just the fact that I had done something. I, I didn't even know where this was going, right? I, let me give it a try. And that, that, that was doing something creative. Because for, like, say about six weeks, I couldn't. And it still doesn't come easy. I couldn't because I, I I still have a hard time to concentrate on things um, because there's like this barrage of stuff, of news, of bad news. Um, so yeah, it's it doesn't come easy, but it's also a bit of a phoenix out of the ashes thing, right? It's it's the, it's that cre- it's that creative people can and should reinvent themselves over and over again to stay interesting, to be ready when things happen. So. Yeah, this is where we are. So uh, so this is about tinkering. You know, people tell you to work goal-oriented all the time. And I think that is not always helpful. And I was I was looking if there was something that could be learned from from how this went because that's what I do here. I mean, I try to find out what can be learned from things and then uh, let you in on it. But um, I think the one thing would be maybe that if an idea doesn't look that feasible at the time because you don't have time to execute on it or because you don't think it might be a good idea, I think this is okay. Probably even important to have like half-finished projects lying around. If you looked around here, you see a whole bunch of half-finished stuff in some drawers and in some boxes and stuff. I think that's okay. I think it is even necessary for creative people. Things that you can pick up later. Um, Do stuff until you lose interest in it. Do not always work goal-oriented. I I remember having been told that I, I should finish things as a kid. Hey, not finishing things is a bad thing. That's what they tell you. But over and over in my life... It has turned out that tinkering with stuff without a preset goal, giving yourself permission to to half-ass things. You know, times will change and chances are that what you learned while tinkering or what you've prepared while tinkering, even even if you didn't finish it, that might come in handy one day. And looking at pick one photo, hey, this definitely came in handy. It was ripe for the picking and I, with all the scaffolding in place I could just polish it up a bit ask some people if they wanted to be on the show and now you have a whole bunch of um, discussions on pick1photo.com 
So UFOs are okay. There's nothing wrong with this. I'm giving you permission to have UFOs, to tinker with stuff aimlessly and even give up on stuff. But every time you do that, you are maybe creating something that you can use later or you're at least learning new skills. So yeah, my conclusion is tinker more. (laughs) It's okay to tinker and not finish things. It's okay to start projects and not follow through, but put them aside when you get bored or when you run out of time. It's okay. I would even say it's necessary. It's important to have stuff going on at once, different things. So yeah, pick one photo is just an example. But I think it's a good one because there are, um, just just a couple of weeks ago, I released three new episodes. If you haven't seen them, I invite you to do so. I've talked to Andrea Diener. She's a, a travel journalist, um, a good friend here in Germany. She's an editor. Um, and in the episode, we talk about one of her photos from a really cold place. Um, I've talked uh, to... My partner in crime, Valérie Jardin, who um, I'm doing Photosensei with, and the other thing that we'll talk about later. Um, she's a street photographer, a book author. And she um, also She's also a mentor on Photosensei. And we talk about one of her amazing street photos that she took in Berlin. And last but not least, I talked to Monica, Monica Andre. Um, she's an author. She's a film photographer. She's a podcaster. She's also my partner in life. And um, she brought a great photo from... Diredawa in Ethiopia. And that that's an especially interesting discussion because, you know, with the others, they present me with a photo that I haven't seen before. With Monica, I know her photos. So she shows me a photo that I haven't seen before and that creates its own dynamic. So um, I think that's worth watching over at uh, pickonephoto.com. And yeah, each of these episodes is about half an hour long. They're all online for you to watch right now. And uh, I would certainly love to hear uh, what you think about this little project that's the result of me tinkering. So yeah, pickonephoto.com. My UFO, that is finally an FO. (laughs) So um, this is the time in the show where I introduce a guest and I don't think I have to (laughs) introduce her that much. Um, Of course, I'm talking about Valérie Jardin. Bonjour, how are you today? Bonjour. Good, how are you, Chris? <laughs> I'm, I'm great. I'm wonderful, especially since, since you and I have teamed up, and that's what we're going to talk about for a few yes. seconds. Um, so so just, just a quick introduction in case there are still people out there who haven't heard about you. Um, you're an author, you're a photographer, you do um, street photography, you, sh- you shoot with one of the most limited uh, sets of gear that I know. Yeah. I don't know many other photographers who are just out there with one camera, one lens. And um, yeah, you and I have teamed up for Photosensei. So Awesome. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited well, to get the first appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome on board. <laughs> so um, who is it going to be? <laughs> oh, that's... that's <clears throat> I'm pretty sure people are going to gonna be um, piling up at the door trying to get an appointment. So uh, I have already talked about uh, Photosensor here on the previous episode, but that was mostly talk. And now we can also show because if you're listening to this, um, I've already told you it's a video as well. So there's a link in the show notes to a YouTube video of this episode. And 
So I can do something like press a button and poof, we can see a web browser. So <clears throat> very, I'm very proud of this video stuff. Uh, so yeah, Photo Sensei is uh, is a project. Just to to recap that for a second, is a project that has come out of uh, the pandemic, pretty much. Right? We can't really travel. Some that good much. things came out of it. See? Oh, I'm 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 very <laughs> I'm very very excited about this. Um, we can't really travel that much anymore, um, <clears throat> at least for a while, and. I still want to be in front of people. I still want to teach. I still want to want to hand off the stuff I know to others. And uh, the same is true for you. So mm -hmm. when you yeah. you and I That's talked, when I feel alive. <laughs> exactly. So when you and I talked mm -hmm. a while ago, uh, we were um, I I, sh I showed you this, and you were like, "Oh, I want to be on board." So I got you on board, and Yay! I can't be more happy <laughs> about this. So. I'm the, the the gear minimalist on board for yeah, now. Well, wonderful. I mean, this is this is re <laughs> this is really, I really like this because it is it is uh, uh we complement each other on this platform so yeah, well. Absolutely, it's almost uncanny. So, um, yeah, it was as, a match meant to happen. Yes, exactly. So as I. <laughs> As I um, show this on the video here, um, let's just have a quick look at the website and, and show people what they can do. And of course, most important is who's in the team. So uh, let's go to the team. And right now, yeah, that's the two of us, you and me as the mentors on the platform. Um, I'm still planning to make this a bit bigger. So there are uh, most likely more mentors going to come on board. Um, but you and I were kind of the the pioneers in this thing and um yeah so so it has all the information um including languages because um i've already had bookings from germany even though the website is still entirely in english so people are like hey i know this guy i know he speaks german so um let me book an appointment and talk about things and uh if you go to the about page for the individual mentors um you will of course get a an overview of what they do there's ways to contact so people can send you a, an email straight from here here's a link to your home page um, but then there's also your photography so if people are interested in what your photography looks like just to make sure um it's all here of course so um to get a better picture and then there's the type of things that you offer here on the platform and talk us through what this what this vision thing is because for let let me say a bit more tech-minded people that might be uh, ooh, <laughs> what what does she mean ooh, with that so what can what can people learn from you la la land <laughs> well is it la la land it, tell us tell us <laughs> no but i think that um well see First of all, a lot of photographers try everything and they don't see that they have a strength in one one genre mm -hmm. versus another sometimes. So they try a lot of things. And then uh, sometimes if I look at a body of work, I will see something like, wow, this is this is really what you're good at. This is what your vision is and and sometimes they need a little boost they need somebody from the outside to look in so i can help people with that it's also um 
people want to develop a style, so they have to start somewhere. If they keep shooting, and, and it's great. I mean, I shoot pretty much every anything that moves me, and I don't think you need to specialize. Um, that That's overrated, in my opinion. I think you need to continue to photograph um, everything that moves you in order to grow. And that's when your style will develop anyways, but sometimes you just need a little bit of a... Of a of an outside uh, look at the work. And also people are so into gear that uh, oh, yes. <laughs> I help them kind of take oh, yes. a breath, <laughs> a deep breath. It's okay, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, do you really need all that gear? Do you really need yeah. that new camera? And so if they want to save money, they should make an appointment with me first. <laughs> That's totally fine. So you're actually hitting a very important point here because when I look at my development, I I think there is a picture or I do I do take pictures that are somewhat recognizable. So I do have a style, I think. Um, mm -hmm. But of course, first of all, it's not really consistent because I shoot many different things. And the other thing is that, yeah, it developed kind of developed by itself just by exactly doing what you said just stick with it keep doing it and mm -hmm. and listen to what's going on inside you um to um you you will be the best you will be best at the things that you like so well that's that 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 moves something in you and uh but and, I, and also go ahead i, I would have i would have really had a boost by someone like you earlier on when uh, I was still in this searching. And even if it's only someone to tell me that you can't really force it, you have to go through some of the motions here. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and even when people shoot a lot of different types of photography, their personality will come through. Like, for example, I am not, a, I don't like busy, I don't like crowds. And so it shows not only in my street photography, but it definitely shows in uh, the still life that I shoot too. I'm definitely more of a minimalist all around. So uh, so it's okay to, to follow your heart. I really, I, it's about shooting with your heart more than, you know, um, overthinking everything. So I'm going to try to get people to relax a little bit and right. uh, follow their follow their true vision yeah definitely so um yeah valerie is on the platform you can book her just uh go to the website and click on book now that's the quickest way um there's a whole bunch of different kinds of sessions here let's just go over a few of these so we're talking vision of course critique is is always uh, interesting for people yeah. who don't really know if their photography is any good or where they might have to mm -hmm. tweak it to get to a certain point um there's and that's all the best way to learn yes mm -hmm. it is Criti giving it critique is, is sometimes even better than receiving critique um mm -hmm. uh, under the sessions here on the website we have a little like link uh to for you to see who offers that there is some overlap of course but um i've tried to kind of sort this into the different things there's a workflow uh tier there's a tier on film photography uh yeah. yeah that's not me that's not you <laughs> the film photography is is just so near and dear to my heart and there's so many things i can offer on that um there's the street photography of course in general um uh landscape photography travel photography architecture photography these are all things that um uh, the two of us have 
or some of those we have in overlaps and we don't. And um, again, look at the different areas of uh, what I have to offer and especially what Valérie has to offer. Um, I, I I like I like that your minimalism also comes through in your selection of topics because you really like <laughs> limited it to like two three central things that you um that you want to offer and uh if you look at my page i'm all over the place so uh no but that's it, and it's good because there's um you know you're i'm good at some things that um and but i like i would never if somebody wants some tips about um Uh, workflow well workflow i could but um uh, like post processing my post processing is so minimal it's like five seconds so i you know i'd be completely useless but then that's why i opened a q a a general q a session yes. if people can book me and just ask any question they want whether it's about vision it's about uh my workflow which is simple mm -hmm. but still um and things like that so that's kind of a more open but the critique that's definitely the best way to learn um and improve so uh so that's why i really stuck to three different things you know and and what i'm i feel most comfortable and where i know i can help people because i've been doing that for about 10 years uh, i so. totally i totally like this um oh by the way one thing that i just noticed that uh Again, this platform, this platform has been started out of necessity, but it's turning into this project that is is uh, just a learning a learning curve for uh, for me and for you. Um, what I'm just learning is looking at the bookings that I get, is that the majority of people book gifts for someone else. I've had that's a good. Two-thirds of the booking so far were gifts for someone. Like someone has a photographer in their life and uh, there's a birthday coming or something. And um, those are two-thirds of the bookings, which I did not expect at all. So, I, yeah, just want to put that, put that out there. That's awesome. Because sometimes you get – like I just – somebody just bought a trip yeah. to Paris as a, as a birthday gift to someone. Yeah. Like not everybody can do that, you know, <laughs> a week-long workshop in Paris. But most people can book a one-hour session online. Uh -huh. And so – And in that uh, case, in that option. case, people people can even when when they book, they can even check a little box that says, "I don't know what I really need." Get in contact, yep. uh, send me an email, let yeah, me know. So that's what I do then with people. I um, or what we do with people, we we just ask back, okay, what what is important? What do you think? Let's figure this out together, and um, and then have a very tailor made session for the individual. So there we have it. Photo Sensei at sensei.photo and put that in your web browser, sensei.photo. And by the way, Sensei sounds a bit pretentious, but it's just teacher. That's just Japanese for teacher. That's, right. That's all it is. So, um, yeah, uh, Valérie, thank you so much for coming on board. I'm totally well, enjoying this. This is, a, this is a great, a great adventure for, uh, for both of us and hopefully for more photographers in the future. Again, I'm, um, Also asking people to um, to join if they want to, or to at least send an email, and uh, let's figure out if that's something that uh, yeah that will work for others as well. So, Valérie, thank you so much, and uh, until Merci, thank you until the next and, time. Uh, I look forward to uh, to meeting some of you uh, during a session. All right, very soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Ciao.
All right. Um, thank you again, Valerie. And um, kind of as an as an almost seamless transition, here's the second guest for today. Let me try an introduction here. It all started with a blog about his travel adventures, and over time, it has evolved into Out of Chicago, which is an annual photo conference. It has spawned several destination conferences. There's Out of Moab. There's Out of Acadia. Um, so let me welcome Chris Smith. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me on the show. I've been a long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> I hope I got this somewhat right, that introduction. Anything oh, you'd absolutely, like, yeah. Anything you'd like to add for those who have never heard of Out of Chicago? Oh, man, yeah. I mean, we, we started doing our uh, Out of Chicago conference in 2014, and it's grown and it's grown, and we've started doing these destination ones in Yosemite, Acadia, Moab, and uh, the point of that is kind of go to those places, you know, so that you can learn and shoot in the same place, but now the world's a little different, and we did our first online conference in <laughs> April, and you're going to be part of our next one coming up uh, in just a couple of weeks here that we're really excited about. Different for sure, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, this is... Okay, so so the, the reason this fits so well in here is because I've already talked with Valérie about the Photosensei project that we're doing together. And um, and then uh, she... It, pretty much in the course of that, she asked me, would you like to be with... Would you like to teach with me at Out of Chicago? And so, Out of Chicago, let, let me bring the website up just to give people an idea uh, I should probably have opened that <laughs> I'll have to cut that it was open yeah, I like just a minute I... ago it was open when it was just it doesn't matter let me let me cut this out okay um, so here's the website outchicago.com um, just before we continue going into details let me just show that to you so it's a live online photography workshop weekend august 21st to 23rd and then there's another there's a second part a bit later early september and uh just let me yeah if one you go deeper to, in here th yeah, go to learn more and that this is the home page for our entire site but go to learn yeah. more and it's all about the in-depth conference there's and the, okay so so here's here's the roster of instructors on that conference and the list I, I can keep scrolling forever this list does not end <laughs> so um and a lot of names that kind of i'm a bit in awe of so how many how many structures do you have for this conference uh, we have just over 60 for this one uh and, and, and like you're teaching with valerie every one of these instructors we ask them to pair up with another instructor and to teach their class together uh after we did our first online conference and we just got you know rave reviews on it and i was really worried i was like is are people going to enjoy this but and is our energy that we have going to come across and it all did and people loved it and uh you know all the best parts about doing it online, the fact that people can come from around the world, the people, the fact that people can teach from around the world, like you uh, and Valerie, I think is going to be in France at the time. And S saves I mean, on, that's what saves on hotels. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it's exactly true. Yeah, and, and you know, we would do these conferences. Uh, <laughs> you know, where people would learn about landscape photography, but we're in Chicago and you really can't shoot that so much. Or we're in New York City and we're teaching flower photography and it's in this dark basement. It just doesn't really make sense. But when we want to teach these things and bring them all together, it makes sense to do it online. So our plan is to continue offering these, even if we can get back to the point where we're all in person and we can hug each other again and all that. Uh, we're still going to offer these online things because it's worked so well and people have really enjoyed it. So this is not the first online event you 
you do. So there's there's uh, I, I would guess some learnings from the from the from the other one in there. So um, I, I would expect this to run very very smooth. Um, yeah, well, that was part of our plan. Not only was it a great, I mean, this was genius on my part, that uh, <laughs> the only reason we have you on board is that Valerie asked you to do it. We asked our instructors that have taught with us a lot in the past, say, you know, would you please uh, invite somebody that, you know, you know you'll work well with and that you're friends with and bring them into the fold. So we've got so many new photographers like uh, Guy Tall and uh, Freeman Patterson and so many other names we can go on and on that we've never worked with and they're kind of my photography idols and they've all come into the fold but I think it will be really smooth because they're each teaching with someone that has taught online uh, with us in the past so uh, they know how to do this. Yeah and and the the names on that list are just like like the, the who is who. Um, which, which is <laughs> yeah. which, which, which makes me feel very, very tiny. <laughs> You're one of the who's who. I love it. Yes, thank you very much for being part of it. Uh, oh. So, so that pairing up, I think that's a genius idea to have two, two instructors do something together as a as a team and yes, and work on a topic together because that that is that is for me that was slightly. Coming outside my comfort zone. There was, uh, there's like, I mean, how, <laughs> yeah. how do you do that when when you're used to standing in front of a class on your own, and then all of a sudden you have to weave in and out of, of each other? That's I, I think it's awesome. It's really really awesome. Yes. And what what are the things that that you learned from the first conference? So we got great feedback from the first conference. People really enjoyed it. Uh, afterward, we did a big survey. There were three main things that people wanted. First off, they wanted it to be more in-depth, more more uh, advanced. And so that's why we're calling this Out of Chicago In-Depth. And so... Uh, to do that, rather than everyone just doing these short, uh, like 60-minute presentations, kind of like the webinars you'd see uh, kind of all over the place, we wanted to do something much deeper. And so uh, we're having our instructors do a four-hour deep dive into one topic. So you're teaching with Valerie of the 60 instructors. That means we have 30-plus uh, sessions, uh, and, and we're still adding a couple more. It's going to be crazy. There's like five different time slots. You do one Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday, and for each one, there's like five or six things to pick. And sometimes people go, oh, well, I can't watch all five of them at the same time. But the beauty of it is two parts. One, that um, of those six classes, if you're not into the flower photography, if you're not into the film and what you guys are doing with limitations, we'll talk about that too, then you take one of the other ones. You build your perfect schedule. And the second part to it is we record them all. And if you are part of the conference, then they're all available to you afterward to view. So, so it, it is like a conference. You have several tracks going on at the same time, and then people can just just hop on the track that they want to be on and and do the session. That's exactly right. Yeah. And and in the evening we'll we'll do some get-togethers, we'll do some sh social things, we'll make it fun and we've got vendors, we've got prizes, we got all sorts of crazy stuff going prizes. on. So That's nice. so <laughs> yeah, 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 different companies. I think uh, we've got a couple lenses, we've got uh, some other stuff. We got like Tamron, Sigma, uh, a bunch of different companies all involved helping out and it's going to be a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah. I, so I, 
I can't Don't. imagine what what has to go into creating such an event. I mean, you must be you must be <laughs> pretty short on sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but uh, when we opened registration, it completely crashed our server, and it just and there was we had like an old website. So that night, once kind of the ticket sales ran, you know, slowed down. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get on there, and I am completely redoing the site. I installed, you know, reinstalled the whole thing all new stuff and uh, I kind of wanted to do it for a really long time but because everything was working so poorly I had to go do it and I was up till five in the morning that morning and then back up again at seven to, you know because we were putting it out again to people so yes it's a crazy thing and this is all I do I mean lots of people do you know I try and do a podcast every once in a while like you do but I'm not like you lots of other people are doing their workshops and everything else but it's like no I just put all my effort into this and we've got a great team behind it that helps run it so, yeah, yeah. And, and I can attest to that the, the communication with uh, instructors is awesome so I can only imagine this will be a very very cool event coming up um, yeah. let's talk about uh, the sessions um, so you have well, let's you talk have, about yours well let's, you're let's, teaching with Valerie what are you guys teaching Sorry, actually, I, I'm I'm leading this thing instead of no you. No worries, no worries. Let me, <laughs> let me let me actually bring that up. Here's the uh, session that Valerie and I will teach. Um, the it's called "Unleash the Power of Limitations: From Digital to Film," and um, that session I think will be up on Sunday, if I'm correct. And uh, it's yeah. It, it, it's about it's it's about creativity and how that works through limitations because I think we've all had this experience that um, reduction in one side can open up things on the other side and Valerie is a is a wonderful example for that because she just she, she shoots with one camera one lens she's really uh, she she doesn't carry around this big backpack full of gear um, and. I'm adding to in in pretty much the same vein I'm adding the the film photography side to that because that is another area where you just by the technology you will be uh, running to some limitation. I've I've looked for for a twist here for an idea that um that goes beyond what is normally taught in these things and uh the thing that I think is really going to resonate is that um this is about the order of decisions that you make in the in the workflow in the process and how that influences the outcome and how that influences how you think about photography i mean a very simple example would be um you have to decide pretty much at the beginning of the process what you want your photos to look like by choosing the film so if you put a roll of black and white film in your camera um your world is black and white for the next 36 photos so you have you have a you have limited yourself but that will in turn free up a lot of creativity later because now you won't have to think about these things anymore. You have made the decision and you can now, based on that decision, um, look at the world around you. And uh, I mean, you, you can do these things with digital as well, but you always have, in digital, you always have this little back door that you can like, okay, <laughs> yeah, maybe I want to make this a color photo um, after all. That's just one simple example, but there's a whole bunch more that that for me personally has changed the way I look at photography. And I'm pretty sure that, um, that the students will, yeah. will get something. Uh, yeah. I'm super excited about it. I think that it's similar to like when you give yourself a challenge or whatever, if you put mm -hmm. yourself out in the middle of the city and it's just like 
go take pictures. Like, yep. where do you even start? But if you say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot interesting looking doors, you're like, all right, now I got something. And it's kind of the same yep. thing when you're like, all I got is black and white. I got 36 shots and that's it. And your brain is not just like, well, I got the whole world. No, this is all I've got to work with. And, that's, and that, that puts you in a direction. And, and, and it also helps like develop themes and everything too while you're shooting that same way the whole time. Absolutely, so. absolutely. So, so that so. is kind of the session that uh, Valerie and I will... Uh, put together um and uh, yeah th again this uh, this is unique i've never taught this session and that's also one of the things that the, the chicago in depth is about that you you want new stuff there and everyone is going yeah. to bring things that people probably haven't really seen this way before right right i mean i can't remember if we said that or not but like all all these people that are like oh i've got like five presentations that i could give or whatever let me do one of those yeah. it's like people want something new and this is really bringing out the best in people that two people are working together and i feel kind of bad that it's hard uh, work it is hard work <laughs> it's a, yeah and uh, yeah i don't want to say too much about that but yeah people are like oh man we just were on zoom for like two three hours i'm like oh i know yeah thank you and people are really put and a lot of effort into making some very interesting classes yeah. here so so i'm excited about it and it's yeah the, the list is the list doesn't end so um i'm just scrolling through a few here in the video <laughs> yeah and we're st we're still adding more you know the the first thing people wanted was to go more in depth the second thing was they wanted all new stuff so these instructors are creating uh presentations that they've never done before and the third thing was people wanted some time to shoot and it's like well how how do we give people time to shoot we're like okay let's have them teach in the morning then you get three hours to go run outside and go shoot and then we'll go over them it's like that's not really going to work. And as we thought about it, we said, well, what if we had that first weekend, and it's August 21st through the 23rd, so in a couple weeks here, what if that's where we teach something new, then we give them like 10 days to go shoot, and then they come back and we're going to go over the images together, kind of as a group, all together, and see what we've learned, what was a struggle, and what, what, did, uh, what did we get out of this that we would have never had before. So it's kind of the full learning cycle, right? For that full cycle, you need mm -hmm. to have the learn something new, go try it, and then get feedback on what you did. And so we're trying to create that whole thing. And so every one of these classes will get back with those instructors and we'll uh, go over images from the, the group of people that, uh, that shot them. So I'm excited to see how that goes. So, so it's, it's almost like a, like, like a two-week event if you count all the time. It is. And, and the other thing I was kind of thinking is when we did the first one, everyone was so into it and so engaged. And we've got a whole community set up where people can come in and comment. And then people are like, oh, I love this idea that I learned, you know, in Photoshop. I just tried it and people are commenting on it. It's kind of like you're on Facebook, yet there's no political posts at all. And so, <laughs> you know, yeah. And so everyone's all passionate about the same thing. And it's just about photography and the camaraderie that we have around photography all in there. But then after that event got over, it kind of like just like people stop coming and so this gives us kind of it's the first weekend then everyone's going to be there in there together while we're shooting and then we'll come up and we'll kind of wrap the whole thing up and so the instructors will be in there doing some help during that uh week and a half or whatever it is but it's not like something that is going to keep going on forever so so but but i'm excited to have everyone you know working really hard during that time between the learning and the review uh, yeah, it's it's just a it's it's just a concept. 
is really well thought out. I mean, I've, I've held online classes and exactly the problem that you just uh, talked about, the, the, the structure of the day and how, how that whole thing works together. So people that also that it doesn't turn into a logistical nightmare because that is very easy <laughs> to happen and especially online. Yes. So, um, when, when you're not well, out with our there, first with, one. Go With ahead. our first one, had over, we had over 150 sessions. It was crazy because every instructor was doing like three different things. And then we'd have like four instructors coming in for a panel discussion. Then we had these. And I said, you know, this is not only a great idea because they'll do a four-hour deep dive into one topic, but it means there's only like 30 or 40 total sessions like that we have to wrangle together. There were times in that first one, and we're going to do it again next April, actually. It was crazy, but people loved it. That we called Out of Chicago Live. There were times we had over 15 sessions sessions at the same time and so to organize all those zoom webinars it was a little <laughs> something but you know it unbelievably like it went off without a hitch and people loved it so that uh, yeah so i'm excited to see how this one goes too well me too <laughs> this, is, this is yeah <laughs> this is pretty awesome so um let me just bring up the date again to make sure everyone knows about it. August 21st uh, to the 23rd is the first part. And then from the 24th um, to September the 2nd is the go out and shoot, get out and get your camera and get your get your feet wet. And then uh, starting on September the 3rd, it's the Epic Group Image Reviews. Epic Group yeah. Image Reviews. I like yeah. that Yeah, I think it's the second and third. We, we ended up adding a day. I'm not All sure right. if that's on your thing or not. But yeah, so, so yeah, that's... So, so yeah. it's like Friday afternoon we start all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and then you got tons of time to shoot, and then we come back. And, and, and as a goodie, just to make this a bit sweeter for everyone, um, here's a promo code. Code Chris <laughs> will get you $50 off. And uh, yeah, um, I'd love to see some of the listeners and some of the viewers um, over there. That's, that's definitely going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I... I told you, I've listened to this show for a really, really long time. It's been an uh, awesome part of my photography upbringing. Like from when I started doing photography, I was listening to this. I mean, you guys, you have been around for so long uh, and been carrying this on. It's unbelievable. And uh, you've got a great audience. And uh, that's the fun part is just to, to bring in people from these different audiences and get them all together and get some different perspectives on things. Yet, like I said, we all have that common passion for photography. So, so you're listening that are into photography and also like that social aspect and want to get out and shoot and get some reviews, it's, uh, it's going to be a great weekend. So yeah, I, the, the whole thing, uh, it's uh, for, for all of it, including the reviews and everything else, it's, it's one price, it's $400 and you can use that code for $50 off. And that's, that's a bargain. That's definitely a great deal. So uh, Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show. Everyone go to thank outofchicago.com, sign up for in-depth and um, use promo code Chris to get $50 off. And um, yeah, take care and see That's you soon. That's exactly right. Thank you, Chris. And that was it for this episode of Tips from the Top Floor. That, If you're watching the video, you can see we shot over several days and a haircut. Um, thank you so much for joining in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And above all, thanks for being patient. I would like to thank all of the supporters out there on Patreon and uh, in other places. I feel like I've let you down a bit by being, um, by being so infrequent with the episodes. 
I'm working on making that better in the future. But uh, yeah, thanks for hanging in there. Um, maybe in the meantime, you might want to check out a few of the other things I do. There is um, The Future of Photography, which is uh, not just a podcast. It's uh, also a video and like this episode, or like this show. For the German speakers among you, there's a happy shooting same as a podcast and video and of course there's curiously polar for all of those of you who might be interested in the arctic and in antarctic affairs anyways thanks for hanging in there uh, you're awesome also thanks uh, valerie for teaming up with me on sensei photo J just the other week i've had some really great sessions with uh, some of you on there so Hello um, again. About uh, one about general improvement in composition workflow. The other one uh, was on film photography uh, with a 25 year old. How cool is that? I mean, this still blows me away that there are digital natives who like to learn about uh, film photography. It's just so amazing, and it was, uh, that, that's the kind of stuff I really love doing. And yeah, this the, the whole photo sensei thing is turning out to uh, into a great is turning into a great um, and uh, pretty convenient for both sides a uh, replacement for face to face workshops. So um, again, check it out at sensei.photo. And uh, thanks again to Chris Smith for uh, getting me on board at Out of Chicago. Uh, again, check that out at outofchicago.com. The event uh, starts on August the twenty first and. Uh, there's still time to get on board. Um, you'll get $50 off if you use code CHRIS on registration. And um, that's at outofchicago.com. Love to see you there. Music for the show by Jeff Smith, sign partner and HP Gagarud Publishing and Slack Challenges by Release Pixie Matt Rassiter Armstead. Slack came in. Oh, and next, next Slack Challenge next week. Um, I'll... I'll do my best, but should be around the time. Uh, Slack invitations by Chief Invitation Officer CIO Rusty Rust. The link to get on the Slack is in the show notes, and I can't wait to say hi over there. So join the TFTTF Slack. My name is Chris Markward. You'll find me on social media at Chris M A R Q U A R D T. Go out and take amazing photos, share them with the world, be nice to each other. And happy shooting. <laughs> <laughs>